Greetings, everyone. This is the FLN Podcast. This is Thursday, August 3rd, 2023. I'm happy to report that here in South Florida, the weather has gotten a little bit better. It's a little bit hot and humid, but that's normal versus a few weeks ago when it was unbearable. During tonight's episode recording, you might hear lots of thunder behind me because there is a serious storm going on in our neck of the woods, but hopefully that will dissipate sooner than later. So welcome, welcome. On this energetic podcast, we reinforce the FLN mission, which is to give experienced attorneys and professionals a tremendous opportunity to build and develop valuable connections on a long-term basis. We are going to dive right into today's episode. I'm going to refer you back to the immediately prior episode to give you some context and background about what we're discussing, but we're going to dive right in with our content and information right away. And again, I encourage you to go back to the prior episode to get the foundation of this discussion so that we can continue on with some more clarity and focus. So welcome. Great to have you back. Hopefully you have listened to other episodes and you know that my name is Mo Eldiri. I have been a proud member of the Florida Bar since 1997. I am your host of this energetic and captivating podcast. And back in 2010, I embarked on this wild, crazy, ambitious idea of creating the Florida Lawyers Network. So welcome. Great to have you here with us again. Go back to this prior episode because tonight here is a quick review. In the prior episode, we spent some really good amount of time talking about the five primary areas of every law practice. Now, I know there can be some variations and differences and modifications, but at the end of the day, legitimately, these are definitely five areas of every law practice that almost every segment of every law practice will encompass one of these five major areas. And number one is marketing. Number two is sales. Number three is the operations. Number four is the financials. And then finally, the fifth area are your internal office administration. So for more details and clarity about each one of those particular areas that we discussed, just go right back to the prior episode, review those with a notepad, listen to it once, twice, three times, get all the great content information that we were reviewing in that one. But today, our task and assignment and discussion for the FLN podcast is to go over, okay, so what do you do now? Now that you have identified and you understand the structure of the five main areas of a law practice and that you recognize, appreciate, and acknowledge that until such time that you as the business owner of this law practice decide to hire, retain, select, nominate, or input somebody into one of these five major areas, then you and you alone are accountable for each one of these five areas, the marketing, the sales, the operations, the financials, and the office administration. Now, 
We talked in the prior episode about all of the primary duties and responsibilities in those particular areas. But now what we're going to do, once you've got all of those primary duties and responsibilities for those five areas of practice in place, now it's time to sit down and really take a look at each one of those particular areas of a practice and segment them accordingly. So you're going to sit down, you're going to take a look at all of the duties and responsibilities for a marketing director. And then what you're going to do here is to identify what are your top three, four, or five priorities in each one of these five categories that you would like to achieve before the end of this quarter. And the reason why even in the EOS system, even in the 12-week year system, many business books and experts on this topic will talk about the fact that any longer than a three-month or 90-day period, and people start to lose focus and clarity about what it is that they're supposed to do and how well they're supposed to do it. So you take your marketing category. You are the chief marketing officer in your law practice for the marketing position. And your task right now is to come up with three, four, or five items that you would like to complete and achieve before the end of this quarter. So you get out your notebook, you get out your iPad or wherever you're looking to take your notes on this kind of stuff. And you really sit down and give it some thought and you really ask yourself that honest question. If I'm going to be the chief marketing officer of this enterprise, what would I expect or what do I expect to achieve in this quarter, in this 90 day period that are going to be the top things that we want to complete and accomplish? Then you do the same exact task for each one of the other categories. You go through sales and you ask yourself the same question. As the chief sales officer of this law practice, what are the top three, four, or five items that you would like to achieve and accomplish before the end of this quarter? Same thing with operations. Again, the definitions for each one of these categories can be found in the prior episode, but tonight we're focusing on what you're supposed to do next now that you've identified those top five areas of any law practice. So now you're in operations. We're doing the same thing. You are the chief operations officer in the firm, and you've got to identify the top three, four, or five items in this category that you would like to achieve before the end of this quarter. You then easily move on to the next segment, which are the financials. Again, you are now the chief financial officer. You've got your primary duties, responsibilities, and objectives that you're supposed to complete. Now you do the same thing. You identify what are the top three, four, or five items in financial category that you would like to achieve before the end of this quarter. And then finally, you go on to the administration which is the office management, the HR, the IT, the software, the programs, the processes, the systems, and anything else that happens to do with that. You are the office manager administrator until, like I said, somebody else has been hired, retained, appointed, or selected to fill that particular role. You must be accountable 
for each and every one of these five primary areas because whether you do become accountable or you don't do anything about it, those main areas of practice or categories of your practice still exist. But if they don't get the time, energy, and attention that you really need to give them, then you're not going to be firing, as they say, on all cylinders or the best cylinders, and you're missing out on efficiency, effectiveness, profitability, and everything else that can potentially go with that. So when this task is completed, you've got your top three to five items in each one of the categories that we covered that you would like to achieve before the end of this quarter. And now what you do is you really start to look at that list and each one of them, because at the end of this next part of the exercise, we need to reduce that list to no more than three to seven priorities for this particular quarter. So if you had five priorities, no more than five, in each one of these categories, you'd have a total of 25 different priorities. So let's say you have between 20 and 25 priorities that you've identified in all of these areas of your firm. You now have to make a conscientious, deliberate decision to go through the entire list and you go through it once, you go through it twice, you go through it three times. But as you go through this list and consistent with the EOS model that we were previously talking about, you have to do the following things. You take each one of the items and you decide, okay, is this something that we are going to keep? Are we going to kill? Which means defer to the future and not in this quarter. Or are we going to combine it with one of the other tasks or achievements that we want to accomplish before the end of this particular quarter? Because at the end of this particular segment of the exercise, we have to have a list that is no more than three to seven different priorities that we would like to get accomplished between now and the end of the quarter. Now, again, when we're looking at these priorities, make sure that the priorities and tasks and the objectives and the goals that you would like to achieve are actual priorities, that they're going to impact or move your business in the direction that you want to move for the next one year, two years, three years, five-year vision of your particular enterprise. And while you may not be able to look that far ahead, You've got to be able to make that decision as to whether or not the priorities that you have selected are truly going to move you towards something that you're really striving for or whether they're just going to take up enough time to spin your wheels and kind of not really get to where it is that you want to go to. So we covered all of those things. We got our top three, four, five things that we want to cover in each one of the categories. We went on ahead to determine that we want to keep, kill, and or combine. And then that puts together the three to seven priorities for the entire quarter that we are all looking and intent on achieving before the end of this quarter. At the end of the day, this is what they call in the ELS model, which the priorities also equals rocks, which talks about this concept where if you were given an empty cylinder, which represents all of the time that there is for you to accomplish something between now and the end of the quarter, for example, 
and you were given rocks and you were given gravel and you were given sand and you were given water, your task is to fill the cylinder with all of these four items to get the best and most use out of it. So if you fill the cylinder with the water or the sand or the gravel, they're not going to have any room for the rocks. So in order to be able to fill it properly, the rocks must go into the cylinder first and then the gravel goes in after the rocks and then the sand goes in after the gravel and then finally the water goes in after the sand and the gravel and the rocks. But at the end of the day, the reason that they really illustrate and point this out is because your priorities equal your rocks. The rocks are the most important thing for you to get done. The gravel, the sand, and the water do not have the level of importance or priorities that the rocks do. So in this analogy, they are constantly reminding us that you have to focus and really get in on the rocks, which are your priorities to get accomplished every quarter, because when we all focus on the most important things, even if we only get 50, 60, 70, or 80% of those rocks done, that moves us that much further along than if we constantly get distracted by putting out fires, addressing emergencies, getting distracted by people in the office or questions that are going on that are not really moving us towards the goals and objectives that each of us want to achieve. So always remember that, that the priorities that we're talking about in this particular episode that we covered earlier, get whittled down, get pared down, get really focused down into the top three to seven priorities that you want to accomplish for this particular quarter, and they become your rocks. And I promise you, just like it says in the EOS model, and even in the 12-week year, that's also another great productivity book, that when you focus on the most important things to get done, you will move the needle in your business and your goals and your objectives that much further. So again, tonight's episode was designed to be a continuation of the prior episode. And I promise you, as you start to master these particular concepts, you will develop a routine, you will develop a habit, you will develop an effectiveness. And I promise you, we're already doing this now in our business with the business coaches that I work with and also with a team of law firm owners that are part of our mastermind group that we meet together on a weekly basis to make sure that these priorities that everybody has selected remain front and center. And there were always chomping away working towards them, making sure we're getting these achievements and accomplishments done because it provides both accountability to everybody else in the group and it also defines clarity or provides clarity to make sure that we're always working on the most important things and towards that. So these priorities definitely must be important and they need to energize you to take action to pull you into the future and get the best results from all of the things that you're doing. So again, that's a little bit different than our prior episodes in the format, but I figured I'd dive right in today to continue the message that we had from our prior episode. And I think we're going to go ahead and sign off since there was nothing else to cover for today's episode. In that regard, as you know, you can always connect with us by sending an email to fln at 
floridalawyersnetwork.com. You can check out the website at floridalawyersnetwork.com, the membership website at flnmembers.com, and then finally the podcast website at flnpodcast.com. So on that note, it has been a really great opportunity to provide this valuable content for you on this particular episode. So make it a great day, make it a great week, make it a great month, and we will see you back here, ladies and gentlemen, on the FLN podcast here sooner than later over and out.